Hey, welcome back to the Science Line podcast. I'm Allison Partial, the multimedia editor here at Science Line. It's the new year, happy 2022, which means we have a new crop of exciting stories to share with all of you by our team of reporters. But first, wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, please be sure to subscribe so you can follow along. You've probably at least heard of Minecraft, whether you've had the distinct pleasure of playing the game or not. This beloved video game is a space of infinite creativity for adults and children alike. And with a pandemic going on, educators have been harnessing their students' love for Minecraft to teach them about agriculture. So come along on today's show as Deborah Balthazar introduces us to the competitive and educational world of Farmcraft. Minecraft is the most popular video game in the world, with 238 million copies sold as of 2021, according to its developer. It's a game where you can be creative. You can interpret it in many ways if you want to. What do you mean you can interpret it in many ways if you want to? This is my brother William, teaching me about Minecraft, because even though it's popular, I know nothing about it. First of all, I could dig blocks. You can do anything to any block with your hand. So now you can craft things that are more complex, like a sword or an axe, pickaxe, shovels, and hoes. Now, let me show you how farming can work. Let's so make... do you say that, that Minecraft focuses on the realistic, or...? You know, there are farms, but it's mostly fantasy. Because, you know, monsters. Yeah. You gotta fight a dragon in the end. Oh, there's an end? For those who aren't as tapped into the gaming world as my little brother, there's one thing you should know about video games. Over the years, it's turned into a competitive sport called eSports, with fans, teams, and even a dedicated channel to watch your favorite gamers play. For decades, parents have scolded their children for playing too many video games, warning that too much of it will rot your brain. But that hasn't stopped kids from following their passion. Now educators and the government are trying to harness that passion by using Minecraft to teach kids about farming. Farmcraft was a joint effort between ASEF and the U.S. Department of State uh, in order to use and leverage the passion for video gaming and esports in order to deliver educational content around modern farming practices. That's Eric Leitner. By day, he is a STEM and computer science instructional facilitator for Broward County Public Schools in Southern Florida. He organized a competition called Farmcraft, where students use Minecraft to build the best farm while at the same time tackle complex agricultural issues. It became apparent even in my teaching career how frequently our students didn't know where their food came from or even what that food looked like before it was on their plate. Eric had organized Minecraft competitions before and thought it would be a great way to continue teaching students during the pandemic. We wanted to make sure that students still had an opportunity to engage in STEM learning and those opportunities, even when they were not sitting in their classroom and hands-on learning was kind of limited. At about the same time, Adam Cornish, a biotechnology advisor in the Office of Agricultural Policy at the U.S. Department of State, was troubleshooting a problem. And we were just talking about how there is a bit of dearth of an understanding of agriculture because at the end of the day, most of us are strongly dissociated from it. Few people are coming from an agricultural background because we've moved into cities and there hasn't been as much of a need to support yourself through farming or even gardening. He and his colleague, Kate Furby, in charge of education and cultural awareness and exchange, continued to spitball ideas. They thought about a gardening program where schools could start community gardens and then connect across borders. And then COVID hit. And we're like, well, that's not going to happen. People aren't even in school anymore. Then the State Department thought about using Animal Crossing. And she's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know video games. But wouldn't it be kind of interesting if we had something like Plant Crossing? 
that didn't work out. But eventually, they connected to Eric Leitner through the North American Scholastic Esports Federation, and were excited to bring Farmcraft to students around the world. The first official Farmcraft competition took place between March and June of 2021. Students ages 8 to 18 from 36 countries competed in teams to see who could yield and harvest the most amount of crop depending on the biome they were in. What I liked most about Farmcraft was that I could make new friends. It's the farming that's in Minecraft already. Some of it is somewhat real, like crops need water, and some of it is not so real in that I can fertilize it and it grows within seconds. So modifications to those things were made to make it a little bit more realistic to farming practices, including having things like insects attack crops that we have to manage or being dependent upon soil quality, which was a big factor within the game. Students were given an overall score, which is not normally in Minecraft, based on the decisions they made, like how much of their crop was destroyed by weeds or insects, how well they managed their water, or how effectively they use herbicides and pesticides. Adam added that the program is also a window into how other people live their lives and how farming is different based on their location, like in a savanna or in Siberia. How does agriculture actually get executed in Siberia? That's my hope, is that this sparks some curiosity and piques interest. That was definitely true for the Farmcraft team Jam Cases, which won second place in the junior division of this year's competition. Building the barge got us thinking a lot. We had to think about how to use the power of nature in, in farming, really. Solar power to take care of the plants, uh, wind power to get us from one place to the other, and distillation, reverse osmosis, to uh, water our plants. The winners, by the way, won HyperX headsets, which apparently is a pretty big deal in the gaming world, but I wouldn't know. Oh, and of course, I love this group name. This team is called the Diamond Hose. I will remember this experience. I will also remember that if we take care of the world we live in, we all will be happier. We had so much fun. Having fun is great and all, but really, are video games the way to go and teach such a complex subject? To answer that, I ask Anastasia Bodner, United States Department of Agriculture, Biotechnology Coordinator. It helps to meet people where they are. And we know that right now, young people are watching live streams of video games. They're playing Minecraft, Roblox. I know that my daughter is. So yes, I think that Farmcraft can be a very effective way to communicate about agriculture and get people thinking about some of the challenges that farmers are facing. The next generation of competition, Farmcraft 2.0, is expected to come back in 2022, but everything for right now is being kept close to the chest. The next round of competition will focus on climate change, sustainability, and how to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, since agriculture can contribute anywhere from 10 to 29% of global emissions. Gameplay might also introduce new innovations, like digital agriculture, where farmers can rely on data, like weather patterns, testing soil for nutrient composition, and observing the migration of insect pests to save money and help the environment. My video game-loving little brother, William, is unfortunately too old to compete in Farmcraft since he's in college. You know, I guess it's fine. I don't want to beat down a bunch of kids anyways. <laughs> for Science Line, I'm Deborah Balthazar. And that's the show. The Science Line podcast is currently available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. 
So be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you can. It really helps people find the show. And if you have any Minecraft-loving friends or family in your life, be sure to send this one their way. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information, please visit us at scienceline.org or send us an email at scienceline at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>